Good evening, or good morning, or good afternoon, or if you're on replay, hello. It's good to be back having this conversation, the most important conversation I feel, well, because it's a conversation I'm leading, of course I think it's important. Um, of course I think it's the most important one. It's the one I'm having right now. <laughs> Screw you if you don't agree. Um, <clears throat> essentially why we're here in this community uh, welcome if you're brand new um, the reason why we're here is we're having this conversation of healing <clears throat> we're having this conversation of healthy secure attached relationships and we're having this conversation about love essentially we can't really have that conversation without talking about love and it's weird as a chiropractor for the last 20 years helping people heal from primarily stress-related issues, I have seen no more effective adjustment or treatment to a patient than love. And it was that realization and revelation that had me wanting to go upstream with my patients and give myself the permission, excuse me, hold on one sec, give myself the permission to talk more about the root cause of their stressful issues that had them coming to me in the first place. So naturally we talk about love. And so in order for me to talk about love and introduce that as kind of one of the modalities, basically teaching people how to become better at loving, essentially, um, I had to first iron out all of the incongruencies with the way that I gave and received love. Okay, so I want you to think about that for a moment as as I'm kind of getting you present to this conversation. How do you feel about receiving love? How do you feel about receiving love? Go ahead and write in the comment section. How do you feel, let me give you an example, if somebody around you, uh, your partner, came and just gave you a hug, or your kid came and just gave you a hug, just no talking, just held you and you had that hug right there or you looked somebody in the eye you were looking into that person's eye eye gazing with that person just exchanging that for a few minutes what would happen to your body take a moment and ask yourself that question what would happen to your body in your body inside your body if your husband or wife <clears throat> came up and gave you a hug, I asked this question of my clients on a group call earlier this week. Was it earlier this week? Yeah, it was earlier this week. And I, I had them imagine somebody that they were maybe not fully uh, attached to. Like there were some maybe a little bit of rupture going on with that person. Somebody who you wish that there was better love with. Could be a father, could be a partner. Some people said my father. Some people said my husband, some people said my wife. Okay, great. Picture that person, and I want you to imagine yourself hugging this person. Imagine yourself hugging. And what comes up in your body is usually the resistance between uh, of what's causing you to not really have a good relationship with giving and receiving love. And this is a wise thing, I believe, I know to be true, it's a wise thing for us to be exploring. Because we learned how to love, 
how to give and receive love through our parents. And they didn't usually, they, I'm sure that like my parents didn't take any courses on parenting, on healing their own attachment wounds, on taking responsibility for their own emotions. They didn't really learn about that stuff. So everything that I learned about love, everything that I learned about safety, everything, every, every part of my sense of self was formulated by my, my relationship with my parents. And what I learned about love a lot was what I observed between the two of my parents and their relationship together. So both with them together, what you observed, and your experience with the attachment with them, both are, for, are, are, the, are foundational in how you've been showing up with love. And usually by your middle ages, if not sooner, in your late 30s to 40s, you start to realize, holy crap, I, I'm having some challenges with this love game. Why do I suck so bad at this game? Why am I good at so many other things? But then when it comes to this love thing, I'm either really controlling and really needy, really dominant, really narcissistic. Well, if you're narcissistic, you probably can't see it, um, depending on the degree, covert or overtness, the overt narcissist. I'm, no, I'm not. I'm perfect. The covert one can acknowledge it. It's painful to acknowledge, but still has the capacity. I believe all of us... Truthfully, whether you label yourself an empath who's been dating narcissists, I believe um, you also have narcissism within you, covert narcissism, maybe not overt, but it's covert. It's unconscious. It's a blind spot. I believe we all have it. Um, and the moment that you can recognize it, that you have it, is when you don't have it. The second you acknowledge that you have it, you cease to be that person. So if you say... There's no way I'm a narcissist. If you can't see that in you, that's a blind spot, then chances are you're a narcissist. <laughs> because when you really do some you know, self-evaluation, you can see that you have narcissistic traits. Everybody has some degree, especially depending on this pendulum, some degree of self, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, a preoccupation with self-interest that's normal um, I have a preoccupation with self-interest I can say that and I can see it and in that moment that I'm able to see that trait and part of me it doesn't it's not driving the bus if I say I don't have it at all then chances are it's driving the bus I'm saying this because it's really important in your interpersonal relationships to be able to have integrated your shadow if you want to have healthy relationships why do i keep why do i keep attracting narcissists well it's because you likely have covert narcissism and when you heal that you start attracting a different type of person you start having a relationship based on mutuality you don't get so attracted to them <clears throat> so intimacy is super duper important if you want to have a fulfilling life. If you don't have intimacy, intimacy basically means into me, I see. It, like the ability to take off the mask, the, the ability to be seen, the ability to be known with another. You know, it's like my twin brother and I, sometimes we walk into a room 
somebody's saying something, we look at one another and we kind of like, it's kind of like we look at one another. There's a look that we have and there's a knowing. There's a deep intimacy there because I, can, I don't have to pretend when I'm with my brother. I can just completely take off the mask and just be myself. There's intimacy there. We crave that. Those are the relationships that you absolutely love. And it's sad to me that I see so many people who are partnered with their girlfriend, boyfriend, spouse, and they don't have intimacy. And in fact, that they hide themselves. One of the clients that we were working with started working with us and she didn't tell her partner that she was working on this, you know, working with us in our programs. She was embarrassed to tell him because she feared his rejection. She feared his, <clears throat> she feared his, um, his opinion that it wasn't going to be supportive when in fact, you know, when we were working together, I said, it's not really his opinion you're worried about. It's the fact that you, you're judging yourself. Getting help for understanding yourself and healing your attachment wounds seems to be something really shameful to you. And it's sometimes, it's really shameful. It basically makes you think that you're weak uh, to actually address those old emotional injuries. Well, you have emotional injuries from childhood that makes you weak. You're blaming and judging and shaming yourself. Well, guess what? You're going to project that onto other people. So she basically didn't want her partner to, to treat her the way she was treating herself. And see, if once you really unpack and heal those attachment wounds and meet those younger parts of you, you have this awareness of yourself. You have intimacy with yourself. You have an ability to connect with those younger parts that you're ashamed of. So I asked her, I said, so how old do you feel like that you're kind of like you're judging yourself right now? And she said, I feel like I'm eight years old. Boom. <clears throat> that eight-year-old self right there, that little eight-year-old self, is wanting you to reconnect with her, wanting to be seen by you, wanting to be uh, understood, wanting to not be blamed for the choices that she made. And once you learn how to connect with that inner child, you develop a sense of intimacy with yourself where you're no longer judging yourself. When you do that, you now can, you're able to go and see and meet other people and speak your truth and speak and not have to hold back something because of a fear of rejection because you know that you got you. Does that make sense? Fear of intimacy is a sign, is a symptom, is this fear of taking off the mask and being known, being vulnerable. This is a sign and a symptom that you're pushing love away. And you cannot be healthy in your mind and your body as a human being without love. The real question that we are called on to ask in our journey of healing is what caused me to put that wall up in the first place? What caused me to not want to, to put that mask on? And if you really look and you're very honest with yourself, you'll rewind time in the kind of movie DVD of your life. We just hit the rewind button and you'll notice parts in your childhood where expressing yourself 
your feelings was met with wasn't met with support wasn't met with safety was met with a reaction or was what was was met with possible rejection so in that moment as a seven-year-old eight-year-old nine-year-old what happens to me is I then feel it's not safe to love I then feel that who I am and my truth will not be accepted it's something to be ashamed of so I'm gonna put on a mask and act and pretend and manipulate my reality to suit the pleasing of the people around me and that is a deep block of intimacy it's a fear of intimacy fear of intimacy is if I really show my true self then you won't love me and that was another client who had that same question when I asked okay if you're gonna hug your partner she did this exercise in the group hugging your partner closing your eyes what comes up she's like ooh, resistance it's like she's pushing it away she's uncomfortable accepting and receiving love okay let's look at that picture that for yourself if you were to imagine that what comes up for you I asked her this question and she said yeah uh, I feel like if I show my my real self then then I won't be loved I said all right so what 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 how old were you when you felt that way she goes I was eight what happened well I was in school and uh, I didn't get the right grades and immediately I was like oh my god I'm gonna be held behind I'm I'm a little slow because she wasn't catching things quickly in school she processed things a little differently she she took a moment other kids were getting it she found herself constantly behind and after a two-week holiday she comes back not having studied not having worked hard she failed that exam and she had to be held back and she was distraught she was devastated she was embarrassed and in that moment her eight-year-old little self decided that who she was was not good enough was a disappointment and she had to behave and fracture from herself and put up a wall and become whatever she had to do to get her needs met because deep down inside she felt that she wasn't worthy okay interesting so what is how does that show up in your relationship well I don't I don't accept love you've been listening to the trigger proof podcast designed to teach you the most important skill necessary for a dramatically changing world which is nervous system regulation becoming trigger proof doesn't mean trigger less it means learning how to regulate ourselves to bring us back to center so that we can then be governed by our purpose rather than from our wounds anytime there's reactivity there's a wound and if you're curious and inspired to learn more join us at breathwork and badassery or the overview experience and a combination of both actually helps you do the work there's a difference between listening to a podcast and actually showing up live and doing the work with a badass community who's all about breaking cycles of intergenerational trauma. It didn't start with you, but it can end with you if you're willing to do the work. See you at the next perfect time. 
And how do you feel? I'm anxious all the time. My hormones and digestion are shot. How's your relationship with your husband? It's crap. We're getting triggered all the time. And now here was the crazy part. My my eight-year-old daughter is now acting out with the exact same problems at school. Do you think they're related? Absolutely. How do you resolve this? We go to the source of where the intimacy was shattered at that younger self. And we do exercises, meditations, a guided tour back into herself and reconnecting with that wounded inner child that we all have. That reconnection and reestablishment of intimacy i.e. having her feel seen, having her feel uh, heard, having her feel understood, not judged, not abandoned, apologizing, my gosh, I can't believe I've abandoned you, I'm so sorry, I'm here, I'm going to take care of you. If you told me that I would be t teaching this stuff two years ago, I would have thought you were nuts. But that with the combination of the other modalities that we teach at the, you know, with our uh, clients at the overview experience at the breath work and badassery with breath learning how to breathe integrating it all together over time you start to communicate your, to yourself the, the inner critic turns into an inner supporter you start to feel softer kinder and more gentler to herself you start to balance out your masculine and feminine energies where you're not too overly masculinized our society is highly over masculinized and even with women uh, and so that leads to a whole bunch of digestive and hormonal issues uh, when you're just fighting your reality your softness your uh, intuition uh, your emotions and you're suppressing them constantly you're deep in your masculine you can't really be healthy so the answer is to rescue that part of you that you abandoned, to integrate that shadow part, to integrate the wounded child, which is part of your shadow. But what's in the way? Well, it's not comfortable. What's in the way is that it involves me actually surrendering to my feelings and emotions. It involves me sitting still for a moment. It involves me just being willing to and give permission for feelings to arise. Now that's not easy to do, but if you do it in a container where everybody's doing it together and you're able to have the conversation and realize that you're not alone in the experience, now you have a fighting chance of solving this intimacy issue. When you start to see other people around you struggling with the same thing, sharing what they're struggling with, where they've been pretending, where they've been inauthentic, all of a sudden you're able to share whatever you felt ashamed about and now the mask starts to come off. Now you start to understand what it means to open your heart, be vulnerable and risk having rejection and then be okay regardless. That's power. That's true intimacy. I believe that the, your future relationships, <clears throat> health, the health of your relationships is at stake with the degree of willingness of you to become intimate with yourself. My, my ability and willingness to become intimate with the parts of me that I hate, 
that I've been trying to run away from, that I've been trying to overcompensate for. It's time that we stopped running from ourselves. We have a global pandemic and life is completely transforming and changing and the world that we know doesn't exist, the world that we knew. Everyone's wearing masks, everyone's got, everyone's afraid of one another, everybody's living in the state of uncertainty. Now is the time to start to put our intentions to the most valuable resource that we have in times like these, our relationships. Our relationships are the most important thing, you, and you know this. During this pandemic time, have you not become hyper aware of the dysfunctional aspects of your relationship that need some refinement, needs a little work? Can you see that? If you were to take that time and make that a priority of cultivating that intimacy with yourself, all of a sudden, you open up space to have intimacy with others. If what I'm saying is resonating with you and you're actually keen on creating that space, taking that sacred pause, this weekend on Saturday at 3 p.m. Pacific to 6, which is 6 to 9 Eastern time in, on Saturday night or that Sunday morning in Australia, I'm actually doing my... Uh, breathwork and badassery workshop and I'm leaving the link right here and here's what happens in that I'm super stoked we have several people who are like messaging me going I can't wait when's the next when's the next breathwork it's this weekend um, I'm gonna guide you through understanding the nervous system and how to kind of detect which state you're in how to move up the ladder into what we call a ventral state where you feel connection, you feel safety in your body, right? Other people can feel that off of you. Your state of your nervous system will ripple effect onto others. Like right now, for example, as you're listening to me right now, if you can sense my tone, my, my nervous system tone, I'm not in fight or flight. I'm not in dorsal, which is like shut down. I'm in a very ventral state. When you're in a ventral state, you have an impact on other people to be able to bring them up to ventral. Your art is far more on point. Your creativity is on fire. This is the space that we that I I'm teaching my my students, my clients to learn how to climb up that ladder into ventral because when you get into ventral, you then can make a powerful decision, should I stay or should I go? People message me all the time, I don't know whether I should leave my partner. I say, well, I get that. Um, there's a way for you to really connect with that voice within so that you can know. And the only way is to learn how to master and regulate your nervous system through conflict, through rejection, through grief, through guilt, all of these things that nobody ever taught you how to move your body through. And this is why it's so important, because if you don't learn, it gets passed down to the next generation. So I have a link here. If you find it inspiring to come, uh, it's Breathwork and Badassery. Jump in right now. If you know somebody dealing with anxiety that they just don't know how to manage, or you've been suppressing all these feelings and just it's, it's be becoming too much, and you feel like a powder keg ready to blow, do yourself a favor and show up
get registered right now and create a three-hour window where it's just you it's headphones it's a comfortable you know uh, bed or mattress it's comfortable clothes it's a bottle of water it's chapstick it's you it's it's maybe some nice essential oils it's you really connecting that fractured and fragmented relationship with yourself through your breath and your inner child I would absolutely love it if you uh, feel called to join if you're watching and you're already registered I, I I'm excited I can't wait it's my signature thing that came out from uh, coronavirus and it's the most impactful I find for people in three hours it feels like you've done 10 years of therapy I hear that a lot so I'd love to see you follow the link and let me know if you have any questions and hopefully that was useful it's a series of eight that I have signs that you're pushing love away fear of fear of intimacy is number two fear of not speaking your truth because of fear of rejection hiding yourself fear of intimacy imagine you being hugged do you receive that hug what's stopping you from receiving that hug that is in your body and it's worth exploring see you at the next perfect time